Hi everyone, Cameron here. Super excited for this episode, super excited to be back in 2019. We thought that a great, a fun way that we could get started with the episodes in 2019 would be to look back on 2018 at some of our favourite tour tales. So this podcast will be a special one. It's made up of our favourite couple of tour tales from 2018. Hope you enjoy them. And we'll be back recording live episodes of the podcast on the 7th of February. So make sure you tune in on Facebook or on YouTube, like or follow on those pages, and you'll be able to see the episode when it comes out. Look forward to seeing you then. This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Wonderful. First segment, Tour Tales. This is where we talk about something, we relive a memory of something that happened while we were on the road with different student leaders. Ronan, you've got a pretty funny Tour Tale for this week. Yeah, it's a good memory. It lasts 24 hours. So uh, we were on the plane from Brisbane. We arrived in Sydney. We got off the plane in Sydney, loaded the tour vans up, and we headed down towards Canberra to work with student leaders there. Now, on the way, often when we're driving around doing these events, um, you know, it's tempting to stop at the service station and buy some junk food, stop at McDonald's. You know, it's a habit we can get into. And so yesterday, we actually got uh, distracted by some signs on the side of the road that were um, quite appealing because they were advertising fruit. And we thought, well, that's a healthy alternative. That sounds good. So we see the first sign that says, like, fruit stop up ahead. And we're like, well, that's a possibility, but McDonald's is still sounding better. The next sign says, like, mango special. We're like, well, mangoes are a good fruit on special. <laughs> Maybe we should stop and get them. Then a third sign, a fourth sign, a fifth sign. Someone has taken a lot of time to put these signs up down the Hume Highway. And after about 10 signs, I just committed. I'm like, I don't know wh- when this actual fruit stop is going to be, but we will pull the car over and I will buy a box of fruit from this person, whoever they are. Now, Cameron, you were trying to convince me that at 6.30 in the evening it was going to be closed, right? Yes. So I I thought, cool, I won't have to buy this box of fruit, but at least I was prepared to have a healthy snack. So anyway, we got to uh, the end of these signs about four kilometers later, (laughs) pull in to the the bay off to the side of the highway, and there he is. The dude with the truck is still selling fruit. Now, it wasn't just any, like, truck, like a a ute truck. It was like... I mean, a full-blown truck. It was truck. huge. Like, this guy is probably setting up one of the biggest commercial operations <laughs> between Sydney and Melbourne on the side of the road. It was massive. Yeah. And I'd committed. I just said to people in the car, I will buy a box of fruit, whatever that is. Anyway, so I got out of the car, walked over to the guy, expecting a $5 special or a $10 special or whatever it might be. Anyway, the fruit looked good, but the fruit was $35 for a box of <laughs> fruit, wasn't it? Anyway, I got... I got out the credit card, I paid $35 for the box of fruit, went back in the car, excited that everybody would be able to eat the fruit with me, and some people did, but I must point out, Cameron, how much of the fruit did you eat? I did not touch any of the fruit. Why do you not eat fruit, Cameron? <laughs> Pure ignorance for, the, for my health. Okay, well, we like ate fruit the whole way to Canberra. I had it for breakfast this morning. At our event, I didn't have any lunch. I only ate fruit again. Other people did too. On the way back home, or the way back up the highway towards where we are in Goulburn now, I ate ate more fruit again. And even though we've been eating, eating, eating this fruit, this is the benefit of watching the podcast on video. Okay, For people who are watching on video, I'm about to reach down and grab the fruit box. I mean, Ronan, I've seen the fruit box and... It is still looks full, doesn't it? There are still mangoes, apricots, multiple things of strawberries, 15 apples, a plum there, 
a nectarine. So much fruit. So much fruit. And we have been eating fruit for 24 hours nonstop. When I say we, it's me and the healthier members of the team. <laughs> and you have been ignorant of your fruit responsibility. I just love, uh, you were telling me that when, because we sat in the car while you were getting your fruit, you, you jumped out and <laughs> you, you were talking to the guy. And we've ended up with a lot of stories. How did this happen, Ronan? Okay, that bit, this bit makes me look foolish. I was hoping you weren't going to go there. Uh, when he said $35, because in my mind I had committed to the fruit, I just said yes, and I paid for it. On later reflection, I think that he was expecting me to barter him <laughs> down and that people normally only pay 15 or $20 for the box of fruit because as soon as I just said yes and paid for $35, okay, all of a sudden there was a look of surprise on his face and he pulled out some extra strawberries and said, extra strawberries for you. <laughs> so I think that's him feeling bad that I said yes to $35 when perhaps that was not what it was worth. Anyway... Health is priceless, Cameron. Yes. Health is priceless. Yes. I encourage you to eat more fruit. Thank you. And whatever's left over of this fruit box, uh, if you comment accordingly, we will send you a piece of fruit. <laughs> we probably won't do that, but that would be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. It was like how I bet my phone to a kid on stage today. True. We're playing a game, and you told him if he gets a score of 17, 17 in the game, yeah. that you would give him your telephone. Which is impossible, because I set up part of the game, and, and I only... only like 10 rounds in yep. the game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's physically impossible, but it was still an option there. Anyway, so that's... Tour Tales. Okay, Caleb, uh, this Tour Tales segment, um, I wasn't there when this happened. Mm -hmm. It was on a recent trip that you were doing when you were training some student leaders. Mm. Uh, where was it and what's your, uh, what's your tale? I haven't heard it till now, so I'm no. really excited. No, that's right. I haven't even given you a preview of this one, have no. I? We were up north, actually, uh, in a place called Bowen doing some Ooh, student leadership training. I love Bowen. It is a beautiful it's place. Beautiful. It is yeah. a beautiful place, and that's actually a good... Uh, place a good thought to start with for this tour tale because we were we're down there hanging out by the water on the beach. Um, it's about sunset, and I'm thinking to myself, we just have to go for a swim. Camp. Like it was stunning. The sun was going down. There's wow. like mountains in the background. There's an island we're looking at. I can imagine the water's it. clear and blue. It's just it's perfect. There's a whole bunch of nice rocks that I was thinking, man, you could jump off that into the ocean. This is going to be a fantastic afternoon. Wow. But there was one strange thing. Yep. What was it? There was not a single person in the water. Okay. So I'm I mean, thinking... I mean, it is winter. But it's winter in North Queensland. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, I said it's winter. Do you mean it feels like summer in North it's Queensland? Still, it's still warm. Okay. I've got, I've got New so South Wales like blood summer. in me. So to me, I'm still, I'm still like, this is fantastic. This is, <laughs> this is basically spring during winter. And I'm yeah, thinking, we must go for a swim. It's so perfect. But no one's in the water up there. Yeah, okay. And I think, I think I figured it out because right as I, you know, I was getting keen, I was kind of finding the perfect rock to jump off. I was talking to some of the other guys were there. I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. Like, get the camera ready. Yep. And then it occurred to me, Cam. Yep. It might be because there are jellyfish in the water. Okay. Because you've heard of box jellyfish yeah, and Irukandji yeah, and things yeah. like that. That's North Queensland, right? <laughs> things you don't want to, things you don't want to come across. Exactly. The things you can't see. Yeah. The things you can't see. So I'm just, I'm literally, I'm like on the rock, ready to go. And then it just kind of occurred to me and I was like. Oh, I could on. be jumping into a whole pool. <laughs> That's right. That might explain why there is no one in the water on this perfect winter's afternoon where it didn't really feel like winter. The water's blue. Yep. It, everything was great, except that there was no one in the water. It could be because there are a bunch uh, of deadly jellyfish lurking below the surface. It just could be. Looking up at me, waiting for me to do mm. it, thinking silly New South Welshman didn't think <laughs> of the jellyfish. In the but anyways, I, uh, I, I, this occurred to me. Um, I said to those, oh, do you think like it could be jellyfish kind of thing? And they're like, oh, no, you'll be fine. Anyways, I walked back to the beach because um, I'd come up with a plan. But I'll come back to that because as I was walking along the beach, this, this fish head 
washed up on the shore. Huh. And I'm like... <laughs> The the box jellyfish got to it. Mm-hmm. The box jellyfish. <laughs> Look what it can do to a fish. And when I say I said fish head because I literally mean just the head of the fish washed up. Oh. I'm thinking, um, maybe I don't want to go. Yeah. In anyways, I call uh, the hotel manager okay. of the place we were Good staying. Good decision. I said, Good decision. I said, Look, I, I, it's it's beautiful here. I I love this place. But why is no one swimming? Is it because there's a bunch of deadly animals lurking below the surface and she was like no no it's just fine we just think it's a bit chilly so you were right up there it was cold for them for me it was still feeling warm but uh i just had to clarify that there wasn't actually something that i couldn't see lurking below the surface waiting for me well thank goodness uh did you ever find the source of the rest of the fish never or? found the rest of the fish however yeah. i can verify it did jump into the water okay so did, did survive swim. still have my head and the rest of my body good. feeling good um no one else swam um, got some cool sunset pickies, oh, you know, all that good nice. stuff. It was a good afternoon in Bowen, but oh. just a nervous moment there. Tour Tales. Okay, in the Tour Tales segment, uh, we like to have a bit of fun. Perhaps we've already had that fun with you <laughs> unscripted bringing in the trumpets. But uh, anyway, we like to talk about something that's happened on the tour. Sometimes it's something that happens in planes and airports and travel. Yep. Okay, but today... Uh, you know, we had some good fun at a school working with student we leaders did. from one school. This time of the year, we're doing lots of conference preparation. Uh, we can have the opportunity to go to one school and work just with them, which we did today. And uh, we we experimented with a new game that we we're going to use heaps in the future. But today was the first time we used it, so it was it was a heap of fun, rolling and laughter. You enjoyed it, did you? I did. I. It's a very uh, it's a very interesting game, a yeah. very full on game. Yeah. Okay. So. We'll, we'll tell you about it uh, right now. It's it's kind of just an extreme version of paper, scissors, rock. The yeah. kind of thing where you have to choose something that hopefully defeats another person. Yep. You eliminate them and they sit down and you stay in the game and try and beat other people. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. But we came out with our own version that we piloted today. It was awesome. It's called Tsunami, Shark and Surfer. So yeah. it's the ocean theme <laughs> going on. You could pretty much make a version of this up at your school. You could do anything. Yeah. You could do uh, trumpet... Guitar <laughs> and, drum, and drum. drum kits, or you could do conductor, or and uh, and clarinet player and pianist. Yeah. yeah, you could do any of any I of mean, these things. I don't really know in any of those situations who would win, like yeah. conductor trumps. Uh, so this was awesome today. So like the whole thing is instead of just little hand poses, yep. like I'm doing now for the benefit of those watching the video version, um, it's full body version. So Cam, it was crazy. I'm throw you under the bus here. <laughs> okay, can, can you give us the demonstrations in tsunami, uh, shark, and surfer? what each pose needs to be. So this has got to be incentive enough for people who listen to the audio version to find this video version and see it. So Cam, if you're versing someone, you're standing back to back, a round starts, three, two, one. You are going to demonstrate Tsunami. Tsunami, okay. Let me move my mic. Yeah, okay. Can you give us the Tsunami impression, please? And go. So this is Tsunami. <laughs> Hands moving, head shaking, crazy ass. Okay, stay there in your acting zone, Cam, and change now into the uh, into the shark. Pose. Okay, shark. Yep. You're meant to do sound effects at the same time, but I mean, it gets so loud. So, it's like, you're meant crazy. to be like dun 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 music and everything at the same time in shark, and then and then surfer. How does surfer work? Surfer's a cool guy. You know, get down. You like do some shakers. Like Hawaiian tunes. I can't really do it. I'll get on the couch. 
like this. Oh, he's up. There you go. You better be watching the video version. Riding the wave. Anyway, we don't need to go into it uh, anymore now, but one beats the other. We've got a little system up, and everyone has a lot of fun. We defeat people round by round by round. It was crazy. But kind of just taught us something. You know, in this two-a-tail segment, we don't normally like to unpack it too much. We just uh, share some fun stories. But um, certainly suggest to student leaders and, and to teachers out there, you can use that little uh, that little platform, that little routine of choosing three things, um, and make your own version of paper scissors rock. So you yeah. could theme one around your school. You could theme one around a particular fundraiser that's taking place, and just make a game of it, just using good old paper scissors rock like we did today. And it was just exploded with a whole le- yeah. a lot new life of enthusiasm, didn't it? It's awesome. It, it, that's like a two tail turn best leadership tip. It did. Like, okay, so uh, segments merging right there. That's okay. awesome. Well, Tour Tales. Tour Tales, Ronan, one of my favourite uh, segments that we get to do on this podcast. And um, it's one of those times where we talk about something that we have done while we're on tour, while we're travelling around, talking to different student leaders all around Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. You've got a funny one. Okay, yeah, well, you were there. So was, uh, yes. the last few that we've shared have been ones where each of us have not been present. This yes. one we can perhaps tell together. Uh, it involves one of our colleagues and friends who uh, was was the feature of last the last um, ep- uh, episode, and that Caleb. was Caleb. From, yeah, the, until, from the Krispy Kremes. Caleb from the Krispy Kremes <laughs> comes back again in another week. And right? if, you, if you don't know what we're talking about, Go back Tune and listen back to episode, episode four. four. Okay, yep. yeah. So Krispy Kreme Caleb, they call him. Well, they do now anyway. Yep. Is about to feature again. We've got to get Caleb on this podcast. At some will. people yes, think he's a yes. non-existent person whom we just make stories about. He's real, and he would do wonderful on this podcast. He would. He we'll, would. we'll get him on. Uh, I will give up my seat gladly for Caleb so that people can meet him. <laughs> we'll anyway. see him soon then, I guess. Uh, yeah, but, no, let's do it. But anyway, uh, so uh, Caleb loves footy. He AFL does. AFL footy. He doesn't he does. live in a traditional AFL state. No. Um, so he gets excited when we come to a state like Victoria, WA, South Australia, where they like AFL football, Australian rules footy. Anyway, um, we both decided to buy him some gifts, didn't yes. we? Just just for the fun of it, right? And uh, and he likes the Essendon football team, so I bought him an Essendon footy, and you bought him. I, I bought him an Essendon robe, and and it's like one of those <laughs> bathrobes. And and the reason I bought it is. Essendon's doing quite poorly in the AFL at the yep. moment, and so all their merch is real cheap, and so it's like <laughs> the perfect time that he just turned 21, and I'm like, I'm going to buy him a 21st birthday present. Ah, coincidentally, it's real cheap. Uh, cheap so. Essendon merchandise. <laughs> anyway, so I bought him the footy. Uh, we left the airport. He was so excited to get he this was. football. We got in the car, and we were driving north through uh, regional Victoria, and this Football, which I must admit only cost a few dollars from the local markets. It was uh, something that someone was trying to discard. Yep. Um, anyway, Caleb was just so excited and he kept saying, when do we get to stop and kick the footy? When do we start to stop and kick the footy? When do we get to stop and kick the footy? Anyway, we had to stop for petrol Yes. after about two hours in the car. So whilst I was filling up the tour van with petrol, I look across and tell me what had happened, Cam. <laughs> well, we ran off. So Caleb, like, straight away, we... we we were even as we were pulling into the petrol pump. He like <laughs> had basically just jumped out of the car, like it was an FBI movie kind of thing. <laughs> and he's sprinting like this is a big kind of petrol like station. I so didn't even notice any of like you guys running off. I'm just yeah. like filling the car with petrol, and you guys had run off. So we found this big open area, um, kind of like a park, but it's just concrete. And um, we started running off Hang over on, there, like a park but concrete. That's called a car park. We'll go with that, shall we? <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're running off across there, and um, Caleb. 
gets his football and um, he's had a bit of training in his football right career footy, yeah. Caleb, yep. and um, starts kicking the ball and yep. so I'm, I'm trying to be a good footy player and I'm jumping around you know just trying to catch it play my part and um, kicking it back to him so he can really have the fun Anyways, we, we decide it's time to expand a little bit. Like, we've been kicking it just 10, 15 metres at the moment. We're thinking, now we've got to try and, like, get into the groove of it. We've got to do our 30, 40 metre kicks. Yeah, so by this time, I'm inside the petrol station yep. paying for my fuel. I caught a glimpse of you guys kicking the footy. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I paid for our fuel. And as I'm walking back out of the servo, you guys are walking into the servo, but no footy. <laughs> what had happened to the footy? We... We decided that it was because it was 30, 40 meter time. I went for a run. I got on my bike and just started like running for my life to try and get like distance so that Caleb could kick this, like this kick. And, um, I don't know if he decided or if he's just turned into a horrible footy player in the moment, but he kicks this horrendously high kick. And I just, I hear it on his foot and I'm sprinting and I kind of turn around to see it so I can know how to catch it. And I just don't see it come down. And I hear a sudden thump. And we're at a petrol station. And I kind of see the ball, like, come towards the edge of, like, a truck stop roof. So one of those, like, six-meter tall... It's not even the main part of the service station. It's It's the giant roof for the big trucks to park under. And so it's landed on that. It's kind of come towards the edge. I've seen it. And then it's hit the gutter and bounced back and just stayed on the roof. On the roof. And Caleb was devastated I know so the reason I saw you guys walk in empty handed to this like service station is you wanted to see if the service station (laughs) owner had a way of getting a football off the roof next door that was like 15 metres high whatever we said it was and he didn't and there was no way that was going to happen so there goes the $5 football from the markets and and sometimes you think you know we were having we kicked it around for 3 minutes you know you you cry about it a little bit like maybe a minute worth because like a third you know that kind of math he whined about it for about 30 minutes he did and and it wasn't just like quiet whining in the corner like whimpering like he was full on I don't wailing. think he's over it yet yeah <laughs> you bring it up to this day and he still cries about yeah. it anyway people think that Caleb's an interesting character perhaps he is we better get him on the podcast soon we shall do that so that is our tour tale for this was fun. segment lots of fun something that we were both involved in let's jump into our next segment thanks for listening to the student leadership news podcast Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news.